Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. It dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. So AEW just had their Battle of the Belt show, so I was like, well, I tell you what, if they're battling for the belt, I am going to battle for the belt right here, right now. So here it is. That's right. The WWF Winged Eagle Championship which makes absolutely no sense. I mean, come on, though. We're all nerds. We're all geeks. Everybody has one title. And don't forget, if you ever leave your house with it and somebody pins you, you got to give it up. But enough nonsense. And instead, let's take the temporary fist of power and give the good bits up and the bad bits are down for Battle of the Belts, round two. I was very intrigued to see what was going to happen when Sammy Guevara challenged Scorpio Sky for the TNT Championship. Because if you have been watching All Elite Wrestling TV, you know the tide has kind of been turning when it comes to old Sam. As it turned out, we did find out very quickly that Sammy Guevara rushed Scorpio Sky. And if you listened really, really carefully, you could hear the fans going boo, boo. And I don't think they were saying boo words. He also cheered when Scorpio finally double-legged him. And this is when the chant started. It was all, let's go, Sammy. Sammy sucks. By the time we got to the end of this thing, I think AEW may have picked a very specific direction. They also started to bite each other. So I was like, man, both of these people are just disgusting human beings. But I think what we all forgot about was that, of course, these two were going to have a really good match. So by the time Sammy Guevara went for a leapfrog and Scorpio Sky caught him in the TKO position, I was all right, let's settle in, because here we go. They soon zoomed to the floor, because that's what we like to do in these matches, where Sammy threw Scorpio Sky into Barry Barricade. And yes, for those that are into this kind of thing, around about this time, Excalibur said, oh, do you know who a former TNT champion is? Cody Rhodes. And all wrestling promotions to do this, really. Just because somebody leaves your company doesn't mean they should vanish into the ground. Scorpio was then trying to whip Guevara into Simba the Steel Steps, but somehow Sam was able to reverse that by jumping off the steps and doing a moonsault. And then, if you can believe it, when they were fighting on the apron, Scorpio Sky hit a TKO onto that part of the ring. And I went, you're not going to believe this. I did my research. That's the hardest part of it. Sky also used this as his moment to take over. And he kept giving Sammy all these backbreakers. And yes, the audience started to chant, give him another one, do another one, break his flipping back. So that was it. We had chosen the dark side and there was no going back. This continued too when Sammy made his comeback. And it didn't even matter when Ethan Page realized that his partner was about to be 450. So he pulled him out of the ring. 
This is when Ty Conte got involved, though, because she walked up to Ethan like, you can't do that, how dare you? When she got out of the way, Sammy Guevara hit a shooting star press off the top rope and took out the men of the year. And as ever, we just doing these moves these days, and they're really, really crazy. This is when things went nuts and the near fall started, because we used the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the backwards. And straight after that, Sammy hit one of his springboard cutters, and my word, he almost slipped. Around this time, Dan Lambert started distracting, which he was always going to do. And in all this fracas, Scorpio Sky tried to do a pin while holding the ropes. But Ty was like, no, you ain't doing that. And she stopped him, which is when American Top Team was like, that's it. We've had enough of you. They called out Paige Van Zandt. She got quite a good reaction from the crowd. And her and Conte started a fight. There was so much nonsense going on, though. This is when Sammy decided, you know what? I'm going to hit Scorpio Sky right in the balls. He did that. He hit the GTH. He got the one, two, three, and now for the third time, he is your TNT champion. Given that after the fact, him and Ty Conte made out that their lives depended on it, I'm going to presume they've gone here. There's also so much to unpack here because one, I kind of would have liked Scorpio Sky to have a longer reign. But also two, I do enjoy how much AEW changes the TNT championship because it's the complete opposite to the world title. The match was really good though. And look, now I'm massively excited to see where this is going to go because it's like a roller coaster. Up. We then had a couple of videos for Jonathan Gresham and Dalton Castle, because of course if you'd never watched Ring of Honor before and you're an AEW viewer, you would be like, well who the flub are these guys? But I thought both were very good and probably made you go, well I want to see some more. It was then of course Jonathan Gresham versus Dalton Castle for the Ring of Honor title, and surely Dalton here won a legion of new fans, because his entrance was so over the top as he came out with the boys, but then he got in the ring and it just kicked some ass. Gresham is also ridiculously good at what he does and he was also introduced as representing the foundation. So I was nerding out a little bit because if you don't know, I'm the host of Progress Wrestling over here in the UK and when we have Jonathan Gresham, I get to do the same thing. I know, I'm a massive loser. I'm fine with it. And when they got in the squared circle, this was like wrestling maths. They were just trying to figure the other person out. They also had this one part where they kept getting out of the way of the other person's strikes, like they'd mastered the WWE 2K22 reverse system. And this is when Dalton Castle started to do his suplexes and started to do his throws. Jonathan Gresham was just flying around the place. Dalton then thought he could win the thing, so he went for the Bangarang, which is the name of his finisher and is also one of the greatest names in the history of professional wrestling. And this is when both guys started to bust out the most devastating women in all of sports entertainment, the backwards. Although they're so experienced, nobody could actually get it. At this point, I think Johnny remembered, oh yeah, I'm a really, really good submission wrestler. So he locked in one of his weird octopus holes where it actually looked like he was trying to remove the limbs from Dalton Castle's body. He also fell to the mat with this. So at some point, I'm sure Dalton went, well, I'm screwed. I don't want to be armless. I'm going to have to tap out. He did. Jonathan Gretchen is still the champ. This was really solid stuff, though. And of course, it does have to get an up. And you just knew there was going to be shenanigans afterwards, especially given everything that had happened on Dynamite. So almost instantly, out came Satnam Singh, out came Jay Lethal, and out came Sonjay Dutt. And this time, we just got the giant to destroy Dalton Castle's boys. And I was like, there we go. That's how we do it. He also whooped Castle's ass as he sized up to Jonathan Gresham, which was hilarious. Because Singh is like seven foot two and Jonathan Gresham is like five foot four. But this was all a trick. This when G Lethal ran in there and he hit the lethal injection on Gresham. Liam Moriarty and the still injured Matt Seidel then tried to help. I was like, that's the worst plan I've ever seen in my life. But it did mean we needed a number three to come down and sort things out. 
and you already know who this was, it was Samoa Joe. He also came out with a lead pipe because he's not mucking around and because nobody wanted to be bashed in the head, all the bad guys bailed. Eventually Samoa and Jonathan Gresham posed with their titles and I really do hope that Tony Khan gets like a proper Ring of Honor television program service soon or words to that nature because I actually think we have something here we just gotta build it up. As everybody has been talking about it too and as we mentioned on Dynamite Ups and Downs Yes, the debut for Satnam Singh wasn't all that great, but my word, can we just tone it down a little bit? You're allowed to try things and you're also allowed to fail as long as you learn from them and try and do better next time. Like it is just wrestling, it's meant to be entertaining. Which did indeed bring us to our main event, Nyla Rose challenging for Thunder Rose's AEW Women's Championship. I thought this was super fun. Remember, we do live in Bizarro Land, so if you go to Thunder Rose's YouTube channel right now and check out her latest taco vlog, somehow I'm on that thing, which truly is crazy. And obviously, this match started on the outside as they started to brawl because Nyla Rose had thrown a cake into Thunder Rose's face. You ain't just gonna get in the ring and lock up. Thunder was also able to hit a bulldog onto Nyla when she jumped off Rita the ring post, which was proper crazy. And when they got back in the squared circle for a good while there, our champion was kicking ass. She also low-bridged Nyla, who went flying to the outside. But when she went for a Hurricane Rana, Rose caught her and she threw her into the ring apron. I mean, you already know the deal. The native beast then went nuts because she threw Rosa into the floor and chucked her into Simba the Steel Steps. And even when Thunder was able to get a little bit of something something, she went for a crossbody. Nyla Rose caught her and she suplexed her into the ropes. Nuts. Eventually, Rosa was able to get out of the way of Nyla's flying knee. And this was absolutely brilliant because then they were mucking around on each other's shoulders where Thunder Rosa hit this code red and it got such a great near fall. I ain't gonna lie to you, I shall be honest. I bit. The whole point though is that Nyla is such a monster, she kept using her power game to get back into it. And at one point she kind of hit this reverse inverted jackhammer thing. And look, while I never actually thought Rose was going to win here, because that would be crazy, given that Thunder Rosa has only just become the champion, it did make me go a few times. Well, maybe I'm wrong. From here, we built to our natural conclusion, which of course, it was a professional wrestling match in 2022. Was everybody going for the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment? When Thunder Rosa used a Hurricane Rana variation, she hooked Nala Rose's leg. The referee counted to three. She has finally done it, and now she can go on to her next feud, whatever that may be. But I think actually, when you look at the match itself, this program did the job. Do not forget that AEW always goes back to Nyla Rose, and there's a reason for that. She really, really good. So is Thunder Rosa. Up. Which brought us to the end of Battle of the Belts. I do understand some people's criticisms. They're all like, well, these shows don't feel very important. But let us wait and see. We're only at round two. Maybe by the time we get to round 78, they'll be the most important thing in the world. And then finally, you can rest easy. I'm giving it up. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.